0: Hey, all you crazy cool parents. We are just so excited to talk to you today. I am, um, well, we want to talk to you about raising daughters to be best friends with moms and each other. And so, dads, by all means, you can listen to this, but moms, I think you're going to probably take the most away from this. And so I just want to let you know that we are coming to you, been dying to say this to you, (laughs) we are coming to you live from Oklahoma City in an Airbnb, and we, is Suzanne, that's me, Molly, Madeline, Macy, and Mackenzie, so me... And my amazing daughters have escaped <laughs> our lives. They've left their husbands and their children behind, and their classes and and all their things to come hang out with their mom. It's our it's a girls' weekend, or is it a girls' trip? What is this? Or a retreat? A retreat? <laughs> yeah, it's one knowledge. of those things. Yeah. And um and they actually did this um kind of for my birthday, and we've done it a few times in the past, right? For my birthday, yeah. I think we've done it. In, in any chance, somewhere I can... around the springtime, we yeah. would try because Madeline's birthday
1: is in March and Valentine's Day. Sometimes after that, like we'd always try or we at least have tried to find some window to get away and connect as sisters and as women.
0: Yeah. And then in last summer, we actually went to the beach, which was so much fun. We took the little boys with us, which was just so much fun. And so now we're thinking, oh, that's a tradition that we need to do that every year. Because when we take all the guys with us, they're like, what, you want to lay on the beach again? We just laid on the beach. Is that what you want to do? And so anyway, we just want to talk to you moms. We just want to talk to you about what does it look like to have your daughters be best friends with you and with their sisters? I mean, what is it? Because sometimes to be honest, sometimes those female relationships can be complicated. Mm -hmm. Sometimes those can be hard. It can be hard. I've talked to so many moms that have told me, I'm struggling with my relationship with my daughter. She wants to do it this way and I want her to do it that way. And so we just want to kind of tell you how we kind of did it and how I um, allowed my four daughters to be exactly who they were supposed to be And exactly who I wanted them to be (laughs) all in one.
1: Brainwashed and set free all at the same time. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Complex nice work. So powerful. And so, as we started our girls' trip, Madeline asked this question When we were little, Mama, when we, you had four little girls, did you dream of this day of us all, you know, sitting around a kitchen table, just solving all the problems of life? And I had to really think about it for a minute because I thought, first, I thought, are you kidding me? No, I was caught up in the laundry and the cooking and the dishes and all the things but i but the true answer is yeah i always did dream of being best friends with my daughters i always planned on that i had a great relationship with my mom a great relationship with my sister and i expected and anticipated that that's exactly what it would look like with my daughters as well it would actually it would be unacceptable if i was mm. not friends with my daughters and so we just want to talk to you about that a little bit today so girls chip in a little bit let's talk to these mamas and let's tell them what did we do along the way that made it to be that you would want to go on a trip with your sisters and your mom what did we do as you were growing up what were some of the things that these mamas can do with their daughters so that their daughters will want to spend a weekend away for we, we always do
2: this. <laughs> yes. We always just look at each other and think, like, are you going to talk first? Um, a Um I mean, we, we just talked about this a minute ago, so if someone else was going to say this, I'm sorry. But basically, I think it's important that if if you are different than your daughter, and I know that might be kind of hard to see at, you know, age two and three, um, but as they get older, maybe, you know, you're artist girl and your daughter is sports girl or (laughs) um, you care a lot about prom and homecoming and wearing a beautiful dress and getting dressed up and she just doesn't want anything to do with that and would, you know, rather sit home and read books or whatever that is, that's okay. Like, just because you guys don't have potentially similar things doesn't mean there aren't other ways to connect and also I think as the mom um connect with them at their level yeah. what what they like what they want to do um I think it's a really cool opportunity that God gave parents that mm-hmm. if you don't have a kid who is exactly like you which is if you have multiple kids pretty likely that it it like opens your world up you know if you've just been raised your whole entire life to play sports and be sports family which is amazing and you have an artist son um or a daughter that wants to do ballet you get the opportunity to learn about art and ballet that you never knew before and then watch someone be incredible in that you know and so I don't know. I mean, Mackenzie is different than me. She's very artsy. I'm very emotional. I would say that mom and I are very similar from a personality standpoint, but I... Played sports and mom didn't. and I was thinking about
0: that. I was just as you're thinking. I'm thinking, oh my gosh, the thousands of hours that I spent in basketball yes. games for all of you, yes. and I played one season, one season, and dribbled but... the basketball down the wrong court to the wrong Alongside. basket and shot it. So that anyway, kid. but yeah, but she
2: knew everything. You know, she didn't. She didn't complain about going. She didn't show up and know the wrong analogies. You know, sometimes we kind of make made fun of her. You because played
0: good, no, I didn't, mom. Yes, no, you did. She would say
2: random things, but essentially she like studied the game of basketball and understood it enough to contribute to our lives. Um, and, and and I mean anything else that we did, she was like, "Yeah, okay, we'll try that. We'll do that. Sure, even if I have no experience in it." I mean, she—you were on the dance Music team, right? Music
0: and violin. Yeah. I remember you guys so doing that. Like, are you
2: kidding me? If they're not <laughs> like you, don't be frustrated because it's like change your thinking, and then it's a whole new thing that you get to learn and experience because you know that's not the same as you i guess it's good
3: it's good i think one piece on that too is not letting your differences uh Be your insecurities, and so as your daughter brings out things in you that could make you feel insecure, choosing to take that to Jesus Mm -hmm. and let Him speak into your identity so that then you can love your daughter from a place of not being insecure but knowing who you are, so then you can call out who she is uh, and realizing that. Oh, you actually can get on my shoulders and Mm -hmm. go further than I have in anything, but that doesn't mean that you're living my life or you are um,
2: taking away from or like, yeah,
3: taking away from like your life or she's not trying to live your life. Like, you have separate lives that you're living. And so, from that place, it turns into you are another human being that is not an image of, although you. Carry characteristics of me, you are not me. And so now I get to see you as a, another human being that I get to love mm-hmm. and cherish and grow and cultivate and support. And just having that, knowing yeah. that, I think that a lot of moms don't know that. And so then they see their child wrongly and through insecurity. Rather than as an opportunity to love a human being from the beginning of their life until the end and
0: appreciate their gift, and so that when as you it's talk good. about that, it makes me think about Molly was was very like Molly got a degree in fashion merchandising. I mean, she 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 was gifted in in fashion from the very beginning, <laughs> and me not so much. And so I remember like wearing something, and Molly going, "No, mom, no." <laughs> when she was two years old, yeah, <laughs> you it can, was her first word. You can, you can New not. outfit. I mean, and I was like, I think I thought. I created the monster because I would have all of her little outfits laid out when she was the little, matching shoes and all that stuff. Um But in and initially, I was in, in I was insecure about that. I'm like, wait a minute, my five year old's telling me I look bad. Maybe you, it was know? Okay if you were. I was very respectful. No, no, no. And it was in the it, it's. I had to flip it, and I had to like you said, I had to turn around and embrace it and realize, okay, she's got an eye for that. She's gifted with that, and so I actually had her start dressing all the yeah. children. She <laughs> still <done>. does. that's <laughs> very smart. She'd
2: be like, I don't have to get them dressed on Sunday mornings. Molly, I have this really cool thing you get to do. But it's true. All the family pictures. pictures. She just just knew that was my passion. And so she gave me the opportunity to be good at it. Yeah, so good.
4: I think another thing that, um, this is Madeline, by the way, going back to mom's question kind of is like, what did we do? What did they do along the way to make us want to be on a girls' trip now?
0: Live from Oklahoma City. <laughs> <laughs> what?
4: Um, Airbnb. Airbnb. <laughs> <yeah>. Airbnb.
0: <laughs> um, mom just... Oh, by um, the way, baby Everly is here with us. She's
2: yes. just napping. Yes,
4: she's on the girls' trip, of course. <laughs> um, she, mom just kind of included us in girl things, yeah. like baby showers yeah. or wedding showers and Even, like, I just remember being really little and getting in the car and going with mom to whatever thing it was. And that was...
1: Ladies tea. Yes, yes.
4: All sorts of anything that had to do with, like, fun, girly things. So it just kind of made it, like, this special time in our minds when we were little girls. Like, when we get away or when we're with mom, it's like we're doing this, like, girl thing. And it's fun. And the boys aren't there. And for us, it was fun because our brothers were all littler. So it was, like... Kinda Easy like, to leave them behind. <laughs> <laughs> kind of like a grown-up thing. Like we were the big kids, you know, getting to go. And so I think even if your babies are are like – like little, your little girl gets to come with you to like a big girl thing, to a shower mm-hmm. or something, it just made us feel like we were important and we were valuable to her. She wanted to spend time with us. It was fun for her to bring us. And even if it was like, you know, we were the only yeah. three little girls in the room, four little girls in the room – like we just felt like a million bucks getting to be yeah. at mom's things and getting to participate in mom's life. Yeah. Um. So now that we're on girls trips, it's like, yeah, we want to be with our mom. Cause like we had this like thought pattern as little girls Did of she? like anything that mom's doing is fun and we get to be a part of it and she's including us and inviting us. And so when she says, let's go on a girls trip or we talk about it, it's like, yeah, of course we want mom to be a part of it and we want to be a part of what mom's doing because it's fun because she started that when we were like so little.
1: Yeah. Well, and I just wanted to add to that question moms, you get to bring awareness. If a little girl has no idea what makeup looks like or how to do that, you get to show them. Or if she has no idea what, I don't know, sports look like and how to be sporty but how to be feminine, like you get to explore that with her. And so, yes, it's about her giftings that God's given her, but it's also just about her identity as a woman. And so I love that Kinsey said that. Like, Don't let your insecurities keep her from being the woman God made her to be flip your thinking, you know, repent, see it from God's perspective, but just see it as like an invitation. I get to show my daughter basketball and coloring, you know, how to be a female. Yeah. And it's so much bigger than just activities. But that's something I remember from our childhood is like, we were always trying new things. Mm -hmm. Like we were always some random new art project or some random new thing we were baking or every birthday we'd get a different type of birthday cake or just, there were just things that we got exposed to. I remember there was a season where I was so in love with photography and my mom would let me carry around her little Kodak camera and take pictures of windows and trash and whatever (laughs) I could find. And it, it was just like, I was just discovering like what I liked and growing in my awareness. And so moms, you get to be a part of that by inviting your daughters into things, by not letting your insecurities play into it, or just by being with them and inviting them into those moments with you. It's powerful.
0: That's good. All right, can we move on to that? Okay, great. So I think I think all moms they either assume that they're going to be best friends with their daughter, or maybe they're on the other end of the spectrum, and maybe you mom you don't you'll never you think you're never going to be friends because you weren't friends with your mom, and so you have no idea what that looks like, and so. Um, I just want to ask you guys, what is it that makes a best friend? Like, what is it that made even you be best friends with each other as sisters? And what is it that makes you call me a friend? And what can we tell these mamas that will help them be friends with their their daughter? And I know that a lot of the times as parents, we think, no, I'm not supposed to be a friend to my child. And while that is true in that you're not going to have an intimate conversation with your two-year-old about the struggles that you your husband are having in your finances, you know, like that's not, that's not the kind of friendship that I'm talking about, but I would like to just float the idea that the ultimate goal in our parenting, well, not the, the ultimate goal is that our children love Jesus, but the ultimate goal with your relationship with them is that you will be friends yeah. and that you will enjoy spending time together, that you will choose each other, that they'll want to hang out with you whenever they can. But like Macy and Jared will call us on a Friday night. Hey, what are you doing? Can we come over? And we're like, are you kidding me? Yes, with, yes, come over. And so what is it that makes that? What is it that makes a friend and so, Mom, is just to wrap up my thought process. So, mm-hmm. no, you might not be friends with your 2- and 3-year-old, but what are you doing right now mm-hmm. so good. that you mm-hmm. will be friends with them? You are in charge. You are in control. You are teaching them. To, you're training them up in the way that they should go. But the end game is friendship.
1: Yeah. I think we talk a lot about, especially in Crazy Cool Family culture, and it's probably the best answer and the hardest answer of, like, time. Like we spent so much time together as little girls and we played together. We didn't always agree on what we were going to play. We didn't always like playing together, but there was this culture of siblings are best friends. Siblings spend time together. And so let's do it. Let's figure it out. Siblings play on the same basketball team. Siblings have the same friends that aren't your siblings that are, you know, a different family. And so just the culture and like the, just unsolicited time together is one of the best ways, in, in my opinion, friendships and best friendships mm-hmm. m- are made and last. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think another thing that makes
4: a friend a best friend is just like being able to share or talk about anything. Like there's nothing that you like, like nothing that feels like it's hidden from. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Not that there's, you don't share everything necessarily, but like if something were to be brought up or for questions asked, there's nothing you feel sad or insecure or worried about sharing that it's going to not be safe. Judge. So like vulnerability and safety, I would say are two words that I consider in a best friend very valuable. And so I think something that mom did really well was she was just vulnerable with us and like was, and that created a place of safety for us to be vulnerable with her, like our whole life. She was just sharing different things that were going on in her head or her heart or different. And it wasn't like dishonoring to anyone or, or it was just like what things that she was carrying or that were heavy to her. And it just created a place for us to do the same to her where things were heavy on her heart. or We were thinking about it, or we were having hard questions or thinking about hard things that just made it to where we could talk about that so now years and years later she's still that same thing like I was saying about she did that you know invited us to baby showers when we were little so now we want to be a part of what she's doing now she included us in her heart's like woes I guess her heart's worries and different things that were going on in her mind in her heart then so she showed us that we could do that to her and so now when we're going through even harder things and like not like 10 year old little girl things like I don't know what color nail polish to use. You know, I'm like, we're going through like actual grown up real life things. She's one of the main people we want to include because we were always included in her vulnerability mm-hmm. and safety, like as a best friend. And so I think that's huge for friendship. Yeah,
2: it's good. Well, and I think so too with like, I think we overcomplicate the relationships in our family. So when you're looking about looking at friends that you have outside of your family, what, what things do you value in those friendships? So like Madeline said, vulnerability and safety. But I think the other thing is just like speaking life and choosing not mm-hmm. to engage in gossip or negative words. Mm-hmm. Um, like, Good. you know, that that's something that could be, have been in jealousy and envy. That's something that could have been very easily prevalent in our sister relationships and I'm I know that that popped up at times there were things that we didn't like about one another or we were jealous about one another um but mom like shut that down like she might have let us be complain about school or homework or our sports teams or our teachers or you know dad even sometimes when we were frustrated (laughs) but like when it came to being frustrated with our sisters or any of our siblings really or being like I don't I mean I don't even remember a time where I was allowed to say I wish I could do what Mal was doing like it just wasn't an option mom just always had a way to not like judgment like don't do that you're not great for saying that just like Showed us back to changed our thinking about like Jesus and each other and okay yeah that's a I mean I just remember thinking one time Mackenzie was like 13 and she got to go to a Britney Spears concert like, there was a like lot of man th- yeah that. I know that might be a crazy thinking and there's a lot of thoughts I have because I know for sure at 13 I wouldn't have been allowed to do that <laughs> that what that's not my point but just thinking like. Well, that that's maybe kind of a cool thing. That I think she like got box seats or something, and it was just an opportunity that mom and dad prayed about. They had a certain, and they're like, <laughs> we trust that Mackenzie's gonna make great decisions. We're gonna send her. It's gonna be cool. We're gonna talk to her about it when she comes home, and. You know, I think I was, like, 20. Like, what a weird thing for me to be, like, maybe jealous about. But that wasn't even an option. Like, instead of thinking I'm jealous about McKinsey doing that, I'm thinking what a cool experience that I get to now hear about from McKinsey. And so just as having a daughter that might be different from you is an extension of getting to experience the world in a different way, your, your daughters with each other's relationships are an extension of getting when they don't maybe potentially get to do the same thing or live the same way or have the same experience. And it's an extension of getting to experience it differently because they're not missing out. They're just learning differently or experiencing it through their sisters. And so I think it's important that as a mom, and even maybe as an older sister, if you have a daughter out there like there's the jealousy no like we don't talk bad about each other we talk kind yeah. and we support each other culture. always yeah yeah i mean it's
3: definitely part of the culture yeah i was going back to the question of what makes the best friend i just think of john 15 whenever jesus is like i no longer we'll call you servants but i call you friends and so whatever you're calling your daughter mm. that is not a friend is that more valuable or more important than calling them a friend and A friend, like, if you love me, you'll keep my commands. And so if your daughter loves you, she'll obey you and there will be peace in your home. (laughs) And if she doesn't love you, she probably isn't obeying you. So why doesn't she love you? Like what block is between you and her to create love in your relationship? Is it because you see yourself as the master over her? Why, <laughs> why is that your lens of Mom or Dad? Maybe you're seeing God wrong, and maybe you think <laughs> he is a master and doesn't see you as a friend, yeah. and so it's hard to like be an authority to your daughter if you think that if you are not first mom and her daughter um and so that's probably my definition of friendship is. Yeah. Yeah the way that Jesus is a friend to us and the way that God chooses to be friends with us in that form of relationship.
0: That's good. Got anything, May, on that? Okay, then I'm going to go, I'm going to ask the last question for you guys, Um, and it's going to take a little bit of imagination on your parts because I'm going to ask you girls, what do you plan on doing with your daughters to make sure that you have a best friend-type relationship with them? And you need a little bit of imagination because Mackenzie's not married yet. Molly has a son, and the, the daughter is not yet conceived, but she's going to be at some point in time. And Mad- in Jesus' name. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Macy's wrapping up her first year of marriage, so we're not thinking children yet for her, but I am believing for daughters, for all of you, I'm Amen. just believing that. So Madeline is our only true can truly answer this but i just know that if you imagine that these future daughters what is it what are you going to do with your daughters i think malin should go first <laughs> i have a daughter yeah. yeah um
4: i feel like kids in general are such a privilege to be able to Have because they have Mm. zero. Like Everly has zero idea of what a mom is, of what a daughter is, of what a basketball (laughs) is, of what a of what anything is. Like she, she, yes, she will know. (laughs) But it's like literally, she has like no idea of what anything is. And so, what I will do is, I will be intentional in like those areas I'll be intentional to be vulnerable with her I'll be intentional to ask her questions I'll be intentional to paint her nails and fix her hair and buy her clothes and go on dates and hang out with her I'll just like make sure I'm intentional to essentially write on her little heart and on her little mind and in her little personality like what it looks like to be a daughter and what it looks like to be a mom and what it looks like to be a friend but like Mackenzie was saying but from a place of like like not being like you have to be like me like no let's learn this together and let's learn this together and let's figure out this together and let's play this together and just doing intentional things together and because that's what friendship is it's just doing intentional things together it's just being intentional with people that you love and and so she has none of that and so I get to start I get to start doing all of that with her so I guess that like is what I would do and um I think the other thing is speaking identity into her of just like telling her that like like I can't wait for you to start talking so you can talk to me because I love talking to you I love being around you like I just think you're the most beautiful baby I've ever seen in my whole life And I just think you're stunning, you know, or just like, Mm -hmm. like even now, I just like saying those things to her in her whole life. I just like talking to you. I just like being with you. I say that to her every day. I'm like, I love being with you. You are one of my absolute favorite people to be with. And so speaking that into her now, like writing that on her little heart that she knows that my mom loves being with me every single day. And so like, she's going to hopefully love being with me every single day Mm -hmm. because I love being with her. And that's like what I'm getting to write intentionally on her little life.
1: Two really cute things just yeah. for Madeline, practical examples for Madeline. Uh, earlier today, Everly threw up all over her. And it, like, took a second. She was like, oh, you know, this is gross. And then she wiped it all up. And the first thing she did is she looked at Everly and she goes, I love you so much, Everly. Like, even when you throw up on me, I just love you, Ever girl. Like, it was just this sweet moment. And Everly's just, like, looking at her like, I just, I'm hungry again, mama. You know, just, like, totally oblivious. I but it is that again. that's what practical identity, it doesn't matter if they're six months or 16, it's, it's identity. And then the other thing I was going to share is when I was at Madeline's house, a couple months ago, back um, I was picking up her house because that's what I do whenever I'm there I just kind of pick up anything that needs help (laughs) she's helpful (laughs) and I picked up like a random piece of paper it looked like a piece of a note card and it was kind of like a wet like someone had been chewing on it and it was like kind of tucked into like this corner of her bible and I like it looked like it had fallen out so I picked it up and I kind of stuck it back in on the piece of paper was Everly's identity And it was just like five to 10 words. Like she's inspiring. She's beautiful. She's passionate. And I don't know if you wrote it or if you had someone write it for you at your baby shower, but it like had scripture next to it. And it just belonged in her Bible in a place that I know Madeline is often. And so that's so powerful when you think about like Madeline's been praying for Everly ever since she found out she was in her tummy. And she continues to keep that identity ever in front of her that's how you love your daughters. Like those are just some really sweet examples. So just wanted to say this.
0: That's so good and it just made me think of Macy was talking today and she was (laughs) talking it's so funny we were sitting there eating ice cream and she said you know what when we were playing babies as little girls like you never thought about the real work of having a baby the full time time. what was it you were saying that you you just put them
1: you just like throw them in their crib like mom's like time to go to bed everyone you're like bye baby (laughs) you you just go off and do your own life and you're like see you in the morning you know or or next time I decide to play with you yeah or four days it doesn't matter I decide when I come back Back to you. (laughs)
2: It's not a real baby. when i need you <laughs> not when
1: you need me it's
2: totally
0: different and so what i love about that though is it goes back to what Madeline was saying is just the intentionality you know the intentionality of saying those things are over every yeah. or the intentionality of and how <laughs> you didn't practice that with the dollies but yeah. you but as you become moms of real live little people then the reality sticks sinks yeah. in
1: <laughs> and i don't even know what that looks like cuz i don't have a baby yet i just have a sweet sweet feeler husband, you know, and so I don't even have a grid for that yet. But something I was gonna say is I'm learning a lot about empathy and emotional intelligence right now and I'm getting to walk with a lot of girls who just didn't have great moms or they did the best they could with what they had and the girls are having to walk through forgiveness and releasing because their moms were hard on them or hard on themselves and so that's what I wanna do for my daughters is um I've recently learned that empathy is different from sympathy. And empathy is getting down next to somebody and having the ability to connect and relate to them in whatever they're feeling and not trying to fix it. It's more of a, hey, I'm here with you. And a really cool example from a lady named Brene Brown, she talks about her little girl comes home one day and feels really bullied because no one wanted to sit with her at lunch. And the mom's response, her response could have been, well you don't wear makeup so that's probably why or you you know you don't smell great you need to wear deodorant or whatever and really what she's doing is she's just channeling her inner insecure little girl and it it takes that but basically she said she's like empathy is understanding where your daughter is coming from understanding what they're feeling what they're experiencing and like being in it with mm-hmm. them and so that's something that I want to bring into my relationship with my daughters Yes, I want to form them and the identity and who God made them to be, but I want to just be with them like Mary is at the feet of Jesus. I don't want to try and get anything done. I just want to like know that there's always someone in their corner and on their team in the good and the bad. I want to celebrate with them and I want to cry with them. That's like the mom that I want to bring
2: into their life. I think this question is uh, funny for me to think about because I well I only have a son and sometimes I think I only want to have sons but. Um, but because
0: you don't want to deal with all the accessories, right?
2: Yes, because I love fashion. <laughs> um, but but I just think maybe the reason why I haven't thought a lot about okay you know how I'm in how am I intentionally going to in the future create my daughter to be best friends with me is because I'm just like it's going to happen (laughs) like I just feel confident that that's going to be it it's an assumption that I feel and Damien and I have prayed that our children will be best friends with us best friends with Jesus and best friends with each other and it's just not an option Mm -hmm. (laughs) and not in like a controlling way but in like a culture setting way. And so like, just like mom and dad said to us, and it was like maybe behind closed doors, they were always wrestling with my kids don't want to be best friends with each other in front of us. It was just, that is how you live your life. And so I think for me, that is how it will come across to my daughter in like every decision that we make, everything that we say, like she will know from day one till day 25. Yeah. Even if you don't choose me in this season, I choose you. Like, you're going to be my best friend no matter what, even though you have all those girls out there. Like, well, I'm going to be back here, you know, waiting at the foot of your bed when you get home, even if you don't want to talk to me. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that just, like, assumed, yeah, I'll be here. We're going to yeah, be best confidence. friends. Yeah, that's yeah. what our family does. And then something for me is I I like control. I like things to be a certain way. I'm a to-do list girl. I even now – I mean, luckily, Bash is – pretty much like me in that way, but <laughs> releasing that and that just it's totally fine for her to do whatever she wants to do. And I'm just there to, to like To wear
0: rain boots with her tutu exactly. and her baseball cap. Yeah. yeah
2: and just like <laughs> mentally preparing now that like God created her to be who she's supposed to be at the time and place in my family. And even releasing That's like good. that, I have this crazy idea that I want to have another boy next and then a girl after that. Okay, well, if God gives me a girl next, then that's exactly where God has her in my family. And therefore, that's where God has her in the world. And so it's just not about, like me having a daughter is not about anything about me. It's everything about who God's calling her to be and my role in that. She's God's daughter for me to steward on this earth. and so whatever that looks like. I mean, we've kind of already talked about all that, but I know nothing about ballet or art or cheerleading or anything (laughs) like that. But if she, or soccer, or if she comes home and is like, I want to be prima ballerina, nutcracker girl, I'm like, we're going to be prima ballerina, nutcracker girl, you know? Um, And I think everyone would say that, but for me, that's a hard thing. And so just preparing mentally that that's, that's the support and the love and the place that I'll show up because that's already something that I might struggle with in general for yeah. my own self. That's good. Are you gonna say
0: and we're gonna put basketball too? <laughs>
2: yeah, no one has mentioned basketball yet. <laughs> <I'm>
0: shocked.
3: <laughs> yeah, I think for me, because it is pretty far away from now, my like go to thing to do is relationally mm-hmm. connect with as many females as I can to understand them and get to know yeah. them because most likely God will put someone in my life, the one I probably have the hardest time with that will be like my daughter. (laughs) And So choosing in that space to learn about myself, understand myself and know my emotional intelligence and get in tune with my emotions because females are often more emotional and complex. And so um, (laughs) from that place, In this time, that's my plan is I will get to know as many people as I can and love as many people as I can because the daughter that I have will be the person who I will probably have the most conflict with. And so the amount of resolution that I can have beforehand Mm -hmm. will help
0: in that space. Yeah. I love that. And so I'm going to wrap this up. And I just love it. Just moms, just um, if if you um, and your daughter's relationship is not – where you want it to be, then I just want to encourage you to get, for you to get healthy. Like McKenzie said, just kind of press in. Ask God, God, what do you have for me? How do you see me? How do you, how do you see me as a female? And then ask God to give you a vision for yeah. your relationship yeah, with good. your daughter. What do you, what do you see? How, do, what, what kind of friends do you see us being? How can I support her? How can I love her? Yeah. Give me your unconditional acceptance for my daughter, which is your daughter.
1: Yeah,
0: it's good. And so, mom. I just want to ask you, how is your relationship with your daughter? And what's your favorite thing about her? That's the best place to start. Make a list of your favorite things, the things that you absolutely love about your daughter. And just thank God. Thank you, God, so much for these amazing qualities, these differences, these, 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 these similarities that you've put in my daughter. So you great. You didn't tell
4: people that. Like whenever yeah. you're talking about your daughter in any context, make sure you say, and I love, I love that every time. She does like I, every time I think about I really am just like, like she just smiles at the world, she yeah. like sees the world with a smile on her face. Versus, like, I could say, Oh, she pukes everywhere, da, 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 da. like, but like, instead of saying all the things that are hard about her, oh, yeah, like she's having a really hard time at school, blah blah blah, be like, She's just so creative, like, she's always thinking of new ways to Good. do things, just always like make a list of those things and then make sure those are the things that you're telling the world and broadcasting versus like complaining about different things about her because she'll hear that, she'll overhear those in conversations and know that my. My mom only thinks I'm the greatest person in the world. That'll change
0: her whole life. Yeah. Oh, yeah. it's good. And so, yeah, so I just want to invite you, and I'm so glad you said that, Madeline. I want to invite you in to share that with me, Suzanne, and Crazy Cool Family. I'd love to hear your stories. I'd love to just celebrate with you and the relationship with your daughter. And if you're a little more public and you want to put it on social media, our Instagram page or our, face, our Facebook page, I'd love for you to share that. Let's just stir up some good things about our daughters. Let's stir up our relationship. And let's just get that out there and share with other moms. Because here's the deal. As you start sharing about your mom, then another mom of a daughter is going to say, Oh, my daughter does that. Or we do that. And it's just going to build this crazy, cool, yeah, crazy, (laughs) cool synergy when it comes to the relationships, the mother-daughter relationship. Mm-hmm. All right. So, I'm going to wrap it up. Are we good?
1: Yeah. Good. Thanks
0: so much, Mom's love you and we're just thanking the Lord for you and the relationships you have with your daughter. Go be crazy. Crazycoolfamily.com.